0: hey there this is um you're listening to shouting in place i'm your friend and your host dustin um and today i'm joined by my good friend holden depardo hello holden depardo um yeah uh shouting in place is the podcast where uh sometimes you just need to shout into the void and hope nothing shouts back or (laughs) no nothing shouts back i'm still working on that but it's only second episode (laughs) (laughs) It's all good vibes. Uh, yeah, so, exactly, yeah. We're, we're trying to find some small um, shining moments amidst all this chaos that's going on right now. Uh, so, I believe today uh, we're going to be talking about like, a couple things. I think, uh, Holden, you have some uh, good dance vibes. I have some good dance vibes. Absolutely, yeah. Dance vibes. Do you want me to
1: jump into it right now? Yeah, let's go to it. Yeah. So, um, those who, who don't know, I'm a a big fan of house music it's actually the only music i listen to i it's it's what i like but i'm not like Mm -hmm. super into like the festival going to a club just because i find it a little too much i don't like being around people who are on lsd and bumping into me because they don't know what's (laughs) going on like i'm not a big fan of that kind of stuff but i like seeing a live set i like that aspect Mm -hmm. too so i'll go to a club like if i have to if i want to see certain artists but um yeah, so like usually the big festivals that are going on, I'll, I'll watch them, but all of them have been canceled for obvious reasons. And instead yeah, yeah. of doing the festivals or doing clubs, a lot of DJs, like a lot of really big prominent DJs are just, you know, doing live streams from their house where they're in their normal studio. You can kinda of see like where they live, what their kind of what their getup is. Mm-hmm. And it's just been super cool for me, who's more of a fan of the music than the atmosphere in the crowd, to see someone who I really enjoy like Carl Cox or John Digweed really being passionate behind the turntables right there and I can just see them and smiling and it, it, it's just it's cool it's really cool for me um I don't think it's something mm-hmm. that would have it's kind of like a silver lining to the whole COVID thing like it wouldn't have happened I don't think if it weren't for COVID yeah um so obviously yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. that COVID's happening but I do like that this is that this part is happening it's it's kind of nice so I feel like I'm seeing a different so it, part of the culture that I enjoy
0: yeah, and it's like so. It's like like going through Twitch or like it's going through like I don't know Instagram or Twitter or stuff like that.
1: Yeah, Twitch, YouTube, all that stuff. Um,
0: it's cool. So it's 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 like a being part of like a watch party essentially.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, and it also allows them to experiment in ways that they normally wouldn't. So like, there's one mm-hmm. producer. His name is Henry says. And he just did a whole tribute to another producer named Eric Pride's. And he just did nothing but Eric Pride songs for an entire, like, three-hour set. That's not That's something cool. that he would have been able to have done if he was at a festival. Because it would have been a little...
0: Yeah. A little yeah. weird. I See, I actually recognize Eric Pride. So, like, I... Personally, I kind of enjoy house music. But I, I don't go out of my way to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So, I recognize names. I don't recognize the music. I, I couldn't point it out in... Uh, batch of house music
1: yeah no worries like, i know
0: i know kk house kk house is pretty good yeah kk house is the best house <laughs> song
1: ever created <laughs> kk slider he drops some beats
0: dude like honestly like it's always playing on my island it's the so
1: i have so in animal crossing i have four rooms that have speakers in them and they're all playing kk house now every single one of them <laughs> There's, and i have tons of to songs. I have like 30 KK yeah, songs yeah. on my radio, but it's only KK House. It's
0: the only one I'm playing. Yeah, because KK House – KK House, uh, KK Space is actually really good too. I don't know if you have oh, that I, one. Oh, I don't I have recommend. that one yet. Ooh, I will check that one out. It's I'll very – uh, it. yeah, it's very – it's kind of like a 2001 Space Odyssey vibes. Oh,
1: that's cool. I'm a big fan of that movie, yeah. so I'm absolutely yeah. – I'm totally into that. I, by the way, I have a synthesizer for you. I got a synthesizer. Oh, nice. On my island, and I know you have a little bit of like a, a musical kind of area on your island where there's some instruments set up. So yeah. I thought maybe a synthesizer maybe you might want that.
0: So a synthesizer would be rad. Okay, excuse me, Windows. Sorry, Windows is trying to sell me something. One moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's never a free um, moment
1: away from advertising anymore. <laughs> God, I know,
0: um, but yeah, uh, that that um that's really cool. Like the the house shows, and i have with you. Like I, well, personally, I really like concerts. Mm-hmm. um and i kind of like those intimate shows but i haven't really gone to a house show and like electronic dance music or edm or like that like house music that kind of stuff it's a very different vibe to what i'm used to i have mm, friends absolutely. that used to go out every weekend or they go to uh edc every year and they always inviting me i'm like i don't know that's a lot that's a lot <laughs> but yeah maybe next year and i'm saying next year for the past five years but you know
1: I always <laughs> recommend, um, like, what area are you in? You don't have to say, like, your address or anything, but like, what area are you in? Do you have, like, clubs around you you can go I, to?
0: Uh, I mean, like, central, like, it's not central, but, like, East San Diego right now. So, okay, like, okay. in this area, not so much, but, like, towards, like, downtown. And um, there's a area called, like, um, Hillcrest and North Park. There's, like, a lot of small clubs there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a big... Uh, well, big. It's small, but it's big because it's renowned called Soma. Um, they they do That's a, a lot of, like punk, EDM, um, me. metal shows like all there. So mm.
1: yeah, I always so there's,
0: there's areas.
1: My my personal take is I th- I think that going to a small club is a better experience than going to mm. a huge festival. I, a big part of that is just that I'm personally more of a fan of the kind of house that they would play in in a in a smaller yeah. club um there's i mean house is like saying rock there's so many forms of rock music and just because you yeah, like yeah, yeah. folk rock doesn't mean you're gonna like punk rock like there's a huge mm-hmm. like a diversity of, of styles there and the same thing with house music like the stuff that's played in festivals usually is more of, uh what's called big room house or festival house and it tends to be like marshmallow or david getta or uh, hardwell like they kind of fit more into that mm-hmm. genre um and it's like it's not my kind of style, but it's kind of the most popular. So if you go to a festival, that's what you're gonna get. But if you can get like some good underground house of a name you might not know, I think that's where the real gems mm-hmm. are in my opinion. Like if you can go to a Jeremy Olander show, ooh man, you're in for a treat. Jeremy Olander is Jer- a god. He's so good.
0: Jeremy Olander, that sounds like a Highlander character. <laughs> <laughs> Um, He's as powerful yeah, as Highlander, I, I, that's for sure. Oh man, oh man. Okay, I'll check it after <laughs> this. Uh, but I, I'm with you. I, I really like this one. Like one of my favorite shows I've ever been to was the House of Blues, and House of Blues is a big name. Oh, I know House of Blues. Um, yeah, but yeah, San Diego. A lot of people play there, like from all around. Like one of my favorite artists, his name is Watsky. Um, he had a show there, and he does like it's like um hip hop rap kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, one of his songs has this really like really boss bass line and as soon as that started the whole club lost it like yep. everyone was jumping around and <laughs> even went into the crowd it's like one of my favorite like uh, concert moments and I've been to a fair amount of concerts in my time
1: <laughs> oh those are always the best moments especially when yeah. like I know a song and I'm kind of listening to it, I'm like oh I think I, I think this is what they're playing and then an element of it yeah. drops in that's not maybe the primary element of the song and they kind of get you with something that's you wouldn't have thought to be got with that that was poorly worded, but I think the point yeah. is, is there. <laughs> you... Um those are special moments. It's really cool stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's like when when you got get by the good music, it's it's good stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh John Digbeats, if you want a house artist who can really surprise you with uh beats you wouldn't have expected, he is he's the guy. He's he's got a legend. He's really good. John Yeah I wouldn't call him Underground. I... He's pretty popular, but he's good.
0: Yeah. Um my previous episode was actually talking about uh, Sean Wasabi. Uh, have you heard of Sean Wasabi?
1: Nope. If it's not in house music, um, I guarantee you I haven't heard of him. <laughs> like I yeah, literally it's, only it's, listen to House.
0: He he makes a it's definitely like a lot of EDM. Um mm-hmm. it's hard to say. It's like poppy EDM, so it's very like good vibes. And that that's what my mm-hmm. first episode was about. Um I mean he has a song called Animal Crossing, so Oh. You he's, check the, that.
1: he's fantastic. He's already a legend. Yeah.
0: What was his name? Yeah, like um
1: Sean Wasabi. Actually, I'm
0: on my computer, yeah. no, it's Sean Wasabi. Also, it's just yeah. a good name. S H uh, A W N. Yeah, exactly. Um, is
1: Wasabi uh, like a, a reference to him having like surprising, uh, surprising moments that kind of catch you? I think it's Cause cause Wasabi his can green. just surprise you. Oh, because his hair is green. Yeah. That that works too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also Wasabi uh, is green.
0: I think uh, I talked about it last episode, but say for his green hair, all of his songs are named after food. So. <laughs>
1: well i mean so is wasabi so like you know that's well that's weird wasabi is food it's not named after food yeah
0: (laughs) yeah so um i would highly recommend if you like that kind of music i would definitely Mm -hmm. check it out it's a lot of um it's it's a lot of like really good chill vibes but some of the songs are like really pumped up some of the songs are just like really like kicking back Mm -hmm. it's so
1: that's one of my favorites if you can get a song that meets that balance of chill but danceable that's a really really good balance for me. Adam K does that pretty well sometimes.
0: Nice. So, you've been um you mentioned a couple of them. What what would be the, some of your uh like three favorite artists that you say people should go like watch right now or look um, up their stuff or stuff like that?
1: Yeah. I actually I I mentioned two of them already. Uh Jeremy Yolander isn't one of the most well-known, I would say. He's becoming more well-known, but he has a unique sound he He's fun because a lot of the songs he plays in his live sets are songs he will never release. So you kind of can go into a live set going, I'm going to hear something I'll I'll never hear anywhere else. And that's very cool. Um, He has a great vibe to him. John Digweed. John Digweed is really good, but he's so diverse in the kind of house music that he'll play that you might like some live sets, not others. But he's, you know, last decade well, geez, two decades ago now. I keep forgetting that we were in another decade. <laughs> he was the the best DJ in the world. He was fantastic. He's really good. And then someone who, I, he's based in Brooklyn, um, is Brian Sid. He makes, he tries to go for emotion as much as he can. And I think it really mm-hmm. shows. He has, he has a song called Oasis.
0: Oasis? It's, like the band? Yeah,
1: yeah just like okay. the band, yeah. And it has that, <laughs> That I was talking about that chill but danceable vibe throughout, so so good. Um, I think those three. Also, the Fleur. the Fleur is also really good. She's very very talented.
0: The Le Fleur. The Le Fleur. Okay. Well, I'll definitely um, be posting. I'll I'll gather those up and I'll put them in the description. I'll post them on the Twitter so awesome. other people can find them. Because absolutely, you know, it's helping you. You know, enjoy your life right now. Maybe help others
1: support those artists
0: yeah exactly and it's artists that you like mm-hmm. um yeah i think well that was a good topic i think we're going to move on to another one in a second uh but i want to do a quick break and then yep. we're going to talk about uh something else and then go back to another topic sounds good to me Hey, welcome to the break. So, I know um, I've been saying that this podcast is supposed to be like helping with distractions and helping you um, see some good stuff and have good times essentially. But there's some stuff right now that we really can't ignore that shouldn't be ignored and we should actually be brought to light. Um, so, I wouldn't want, I've been wanting to spotlight a nonprofit or um, donation fund going around for stuff going around the country. Um, right now, it's really relevant. Relevant, relevant. Wait, relevant. I said it right the first time. Relevant. <laughs> the point <laughs> that, is, um,
1: the point is clear
0: though. You're good. Yes. That uh, that there's a Black Lives Matter protest and talking about the injustices going across the country with all the the violence and these riots and everything like that. Um. So the I wanted to bring up. I found this video um on Twitter actually, and it's from. Uh, This user, the user's name is Zoe Amira, Z-O-E-A-M-I-R-A. And it's literally a video, a YouTube video that you can just play in the background. It has chock full ad revenue, but like our ads and all the ad revenue, though, goes to help uh, the Black Lives Matter um, funds and help people in the protests get funds and get stuff they need, including like getting lawyers and stuff like that. Also, um, so that way, even if you can't afford to donate, this is a way to do that. And um, the description has, like, tons of petitions and changes or links that you could sign, and it helps um, all the people in the protest, and they're all for um, different events, different people, all that stuff. And I feel, because um, right now, especially in this time where we've already been home for such a long time, not a lot of people could afford to donate, Absolutely. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm actually looking up right now with this YouTube... Because Uh I have YouTube Premium. So I was thinking like, oh, I'll just keep this in the background and just loop it while I'm even watching other things on YouTube or something like that. Like, why not? But I have YouTube YouTube Premium, which means they don't watch ads. I don't know if they're going to get... I don't know how that works. I think they might get a cut of my subscription maybe.
0: Maybe. I think for a lot of that, it's hard to say. Um, Usually, I've I've been going through and reading through the comments. You actually want to... You may just want to open, like, in a separate browser, like an incognito okay. browser. Absolutely. Okay. Um, That's and, a good idea. And then, so, there's instructions. Like, if you go to the comments, it's a bunch of, like, things that help boost this ad revenue, essentially. Um, there's even one where, like, this is from the K-pop stands. So, I would to trust them. <laughs> you watch it. You um, don't mute the video on YouTube. You could, like, put the volume down on your actual computer. Play mm-hmm. that in the background watch the whole thing or have the whole thing run through and like then go watch three to five random other videos um you have to actually search for them and then you go back and watch this for whatever reason oh, that yeah. algorithm that algorithm makes it so it boosts this video and also gets it more ad revenue
1: that makes sense from youtube's perspective if someone leaves a video playing while they fall asleep or yeah. something like that they really want to give out advertising revenue mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um if so viewers again, are actually seeing, i get that that's yeah. good to know, too. And also, if you're using a separate browser or a separate uh, browser window, depending on your browser, you can even just mute that whole window without yeah, muting exactly. YouTube video, too. So you can still use YouTube mm-hmm. on another browser if you want to. I'm addicted to YouTube, so I, I always have YouTube opened. Yeah. It's the greatest I, I website agree. ever. So
0: am I. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I really wanted to point that out um, so other people could, you know, keep aware and do what they can when you now exactly don't have the funds.
1: Yeah, that, that's awesome. It's so easy to do. Any Anyone can do that. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. that's awesome.
0: Actually, I got to copy the link now. Yeah. I copied it. So. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm going to be posting that in um, the description of this. I'll be tweeting it from the podcast account from my own account and just spreading it so more people could see it.
1: I am going to put a other organization in the chat here as well um this is called the people for the american way
0: Uh
1: and basically the the aspect i wanted to kind of touch on with with them um when i'm thinking about issues of like you know black lives matter and and things like that and other issues we're facing in society right now climate change healthcare, like other stuff we're, we're kind of looking at money in politics is a bottleneck on everything it's so hard mm-hmm. to support a specific cause in some ways when even if those organizations get the money they need the politicians won't do anything about it because they don't have a vested interest because their interests are with their major donors and so people for the american way is one of many organizations that is helping with that issue cuz i think that is one of the most you know paramount issues that we're facing right now not because yeah. you know it's simply because it's the bottleneck on everything if you it's like putting the incline up on the treadmill let's bring that that incline (laughs) down and make it a little bit easier to walk forward
0: yeah that's awesome that's um and so let's see
1: i wish i had something as great as yours though that you can just watch a youtube video and donate money
0: that that's that's fantastic that that one was that one's really cool like and that one just popped up the last couple days but like being able to like all all the organizations we can, anything that we can. Mm-hmm. And I said this last time, even if like, if you are able to donate, but even if you're only able to donate $5, that's still $5 going towards a good cause.
1: Yeah, oh, so. exactly. Exactly. It's the little bits that, that add up when you're talking about 300 million people living in a country. Those yeah, little bits exactly. add up.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's super awesome. That's going to also be, um, I'll post that as well in the description. I'll be tweeting that and spreading the word of it. Cause that's also like a really awesome foundation um yeah so that's uh that's i think important stuff that needs to be said but why don't we go back to something that's a bit more relaxing um so we'll we'll get to what uh, politics isn't relaxing you know you know (laughs) sometimes no not even sometimes okay (laughs) all right we'll be uh we'll be right back Okay, hey, welcome back. So, um, we were talking about house music and just good, fun music. What I've been doing recently um, in my own time because I've had a lot of time at home, um, and I thought it'd be great to talk about it with you here because I know you're such a big fan. I restarted uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I am a big fan uh, of that game. Yeah, That's big fan. That's a, um, and I, I just decided like I had maybe 300 hours in that game. I decided to just start <laughs> over, like just. Save over that, and um, man, I forgot how good that game is. Just going through and like rediscovering everything, because I forgot like how the events of some of these things happens because it's been so long since I played it.
1: Mm-hmm. And since it's not linear like too, like you could even be doing it in a way you hadn't done before, which is even more exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've been, uh, I've actually, because through, my first playthrough, I actually didn't do a lot of, like, the small side quests. Mm-hmm. uh, Just because, like, I just like exploring and going through and finding all, like, some of the shrines. Yeah. Like, they're really hard to find. But, now going through, I'm doing some of the side quests, and like, talking to people, and now like, I've been watching speedrunners play this game, so I'm trying to learn how to do those weird tricks.
1: They're insane. Some of those tricks they do are ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I was going through, like, one of those i got to the first shrine it's the one where you're like you have to use the motion controls to move that ball on the maze mm-hmm. and then you have to like flip it that took me like 20 minutes i swear to god <laughs> i was like <laughs> sitting there and like i even like held my switch upside down i was getting it hit the bottom <laughs> and then like flipping it up and then like i was bored the next day i happened to be watching um who was it? i think it was small ant it was small ant or someone and they were speed running and they just did they were going through that and they just did this thing where like they pause the game and hit a bomb and then they just fly all across the, the freaking like shrine. I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah. And I did that. Like, I tried to do that for about 20 minutes and I just kept on dying.
1: <laughs> What's crazy me is the speedrunners who can do the, the Great Plateau in like 20 minutes because they, God, I... they'll find ways to project themselves across the entire map just to get to the next uh-huh. shrine. Like, it's, it's unreal how how much you can do in that game that's intended to be done like they could have patched that out and i think nintendo wants you to be able to do that which is even nuts it's even crazier
0: yeah yeah just like it's like you know what we could patch this out but you know this is fun this is really fun to watch (laughs) or just let people do this Mm -hmm.
1: and Um, people are still discovering new tricks to this day and that's yeah
0: yeah that's that's like um I feel like this game is going to be how Mario 64 is. How people are like 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 toned down like game speedruns down like even by like 10 milliseconds they're able to increase their time and people are finding new stuff. Like I think there is a new like speedrun tactic found like 2 years ago and that game's been out since the 90s. Mhm. So it's it's I feel like with how people are still going to this game and finding these tiny things, that's how it's going to be. Like, Breath of the Wild's going to be, like, one of those speedrunner things where, like, in, like, 10 years, there's going to be, a, like, another manipulation where, like, oh, if you tilt Link 365 degrees in this direction and then get to Rock Leaf <laughs> and then jump, you'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, doing that and then, like, watching speedrunners kind of, like, make me want to try to go through these things, like, in different ways i haven't done Mm -hmm. because i found oh you could like spam jump in the bomb and try to get up like this sheer wall that's interesting i'm gonna try to do that for 45 minutes
1: (laughs) i just i like so when i first played the game i was way too dedicated to it and i got every piece of clothing i got all the shrines i got Pretty much anything you could get that was like extracurricular, except for the Korok seeds, because that's crazy. Oh, I'm never gonna go for all 900 Korok seeds. Uh, well, I did like all the side quests, all like all the shrine quests, all that stuff. I did all of that. Yeah. Um, so when I'm going back, I'm still remembering so much of that. So I kind of am saying to myself now, like, oh, let me try going in a completely different direction than i that I went before. Like when I go to the desert, I need to get every shrine done before I do the divine beast i'm kind of like approaching it in a different way i'm like that okay but but it it just lends itself to that to Mm -hmm. to that kind of replayability so so well um and like yeah i think you're right with it's gonna in 10 years we'll still be talking about this game just because people are still discovering new things about it i'm really curious how the second game impacts that and how about the wild 2 will be in, in comparison
0: yeah yeah i hear you talking about um it's i'm excited for that. I there's rumors out for maybe end of this year. Mm-hmm. Um hard to say, but like if, if they just expand on that and they add like even more stuff to it, it'd be really mm-hmm. interesting to see how far it goes.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I think they easily could have done this in like 2 years and had it come out even by now, but the fact that they're waiting out this long, like they're doing some big stuff and I'm very very excited to to see it. I want to see the return to dungeons. Like I love Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. but I still want to see some of that like more traditional Zelda stuff come back. I think that could be the perfect combination. But Breath of the Wild is already my favorite game. So like what's going to happen if my favorite game gets even more favored it's it's you too just, much to play them
0: both at the same time.
1: Yeah, just have dual. Well, I mean, you could. You have one Joy-Con on one hand, one Joy-Con on the other hand, controlling two switches. <laughs> there, you, you go. can do it. There you go. <laughs> and IGN yeah, a sequel um... to their um their linked together. You ever seen linked together?
0: No, no. I so that. it
1: was Zach Ryan and Brian Altano at IGN. They each had one Joy-Con in hand, and they had to play all Breath of the Wild with, with one Joy-Con, <laughs> each of them controlling one half of the Joy-Con. That that was really entertaining to see, but I would want to see them do they're both controlling Breath of the Wild 1 and 2. They each have one Joy-Con controlling each game. So they're both controlling both games. I wanna see that. I wanna see that. That's gonna be that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit too much. Maybe a little bit too much. But it could be fun.
0: That yeah, it would be very interesting.
1: It'll just turn into yeah. like all right, we'll go we'll stand in a field in one game and we'll go into a dungeon in the other game. <laughs> That's what it's gonna turn into.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I I I would like to try weird stuff like that. And I understand like if you don't have a switch, this is not something like the most accessible you could do. Mm-hmm. But if you do, I mean like just start over man just do it just just play more breath of the wild
1: are you doing master (laughs) mode are you are you gonna stay away from master mode
0: Mm -hmm. uh i may do master mode after the fact um Mm -hmm. depends how much i want to torture myself later (laughs) it's
1: hard (laughs) it's really hard
0: yeah i know like i've seen people and there's like a Lionel in the first area like i can't
1: i can't yep oh yeah I, Um, i avoided it completely I, th- I think yeah. it's too hard and I'm not like I'm not shy at difficult games but I think it's too hard
0: <laughs> well yeah th- and like for me like I like difficult games I'm not good at them but like like I play Finding a of Isaac can enter the dungeon and exit the dungeon and all that stuff that's like notoriously for being really difficult but like I still go back to it mm-hmm. so
1: I find like the combat of those games is designed for the difficulty and I don't think Breath of the Wild's combat is as much
0: or maybe I'm just not as good at no. it. That's also possible. I, I've seen a lot of like combats where the Wild being cheesed, which I think is really funny. Just oh. like, oh, okay. Well, I like I saw for the first time I've never seen this before. Um, I think, again, it was a small ant video mm-hmm. um, where they got uh, the cryo thing. They put it under it and then uh, under a guardian and that thing just like blew 3,000 feet away. And that was the funniest shit I've seen. In the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw someone uh, on a PC modded version of Breath of the Wild playing as Zelda, which was really cool. Oh. And Zelda went up to one of the Guardians, did the fr- the, the stasis, the freezing on it, or stasis, something else. Uh-huh. They, they froze it. And then um, yeah. they just shot arrows at like targeted points on the Guardian where it was like de it and it was like causing the Guardian to like flip around and it could never move because Zelda kept hitting it with arrows at the right exact like moment and then it was just dead. And I'm like, "How did you do that?" It was it was so That's... fast and so precise. Uh-huh. It's unbelievable what people can do
0: can do in that game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's yeah, it's it's really wild. It's a uh, maybe even the Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I'm sorry. <y'all. laughs> I wish we had Chad here to do his Breath of the Wild noise oh gosh oh gosh it's okay well maybe i'll i'll ask him and just like have it cut into here at some point <laughs> um but yeah i think if you have the chance i would say going back in like breath of the wild's example but if you have any game that you really love maybe just go back and play it again like i know you enjoy like playing a zelda game oh, at least yeah. once a month or something <laughs> like that i'm actually refraining from zelda right now oh well there is a lot of new games right now so i get that
1: yeah well i i wanna i know breath of the wild 2 is like maybe not super close but relatively close so i'm like mm-hmm. i want it to be that when i just like breath of the wild when i played breath of the wild or played breath of the wild 2 i wanted to be like returning back to zelda again so it's not like i've been playing it over and over mm-hmm. They were to breath you. of the wild i played breath of the wild for 50 hours in the first weekend i basically <laughs> slept woke up played breath of the wild ate while playing
0: <laughs> i didn't stop all weekend that's, that's funny um but yeah, I think that's gonna be at least rya unless you have um um something else to talk about the game
1: I mean it's a great game everyone it's a it's, it's one a of those game. must play games if you like video games and you have a switch you have to play breath of the wild if you don't like it, it's fine right. but you have to play it it's I a agree. must play game mm-hmm.
0: yeah um I think it's about Evan it. um hold on so I know you do other stuff what other projects do you do um besides just talking to me?
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll plug some shit right now. So uh well not shit, it's yeah. all good stuff. So uh I do a podcast with my best friend Chad Michael Innis. The podcast is called Respawn AM Fire. It's a video game podcast where we talk about things like Breath of the Wild. Even though Chad doesn't like Breath of the Wild, that's okay. We still love him. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um so I do that. Um that's fun. But then just on the side just do school and because I'm in COVID quarantine time just a lot of extracurricular hobbies and stuff to keep myself busy but the podcast we release a new episode every tuesday at 9 a.m except today we didn't release one um recording this on tuesday because of just a blackout tuesday so we postponed for for wednesday
0: okay okay
1: um but usually tuesdays 9 a.m is our is our deal
0: gotcha all right yeah go follow them um again i'll be posting links to everything and the thingy and the, the Twitter and the podcast and the stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you again so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. Um, Take care of yourself. Take care of others. And see you next time. See you next time. You
1: do the same. Thanks for having me again.